So I started using this product a few, gosh, a few years ago that I found to be so fascinating for a couple of different reasons. One, it's an awesome set of products. Two, it has amazing packaging. And I have such a hard time finding really great products that also have great packaging. So, and this particular set of products also has a fairly unique delivery system. So what am I talking about? Well, hang on. Living green or sustainably is about more than saving on your electric bill and doing your part to protect natural resources. It is about a safer and healthier life for you and your family without sacrificing style, quality, or budget. This is a movement to provide all of us with clean air to breathe and water to drink, safe, healthy food to eat, and places to live, and energy to run the places where we live, learn, work, and play. Join your host, Marla Esser-Close, the Green Home Coach, to learn how everyday green homes work for you, your family, and your community. Hey, y'all. I'm Marla, the Green Home Coach, and I have Lindsay McCoy with me today from Plain Products. And if you have not yet heard of Plain Products, you are in for a treat because everything I just stated about the fabulous ways that Plain Products delivers a great product and delivers it, like literally and figuratively, is what Plain Products is all about. And if you've been listening for a while, Lindsay was on the podcast, I don't know, a couple of years ago, and it was time to bring you back, Lindsay. Hi, thanks. That was like the nicest introduction ever. Oh, well, there you go. I get a gold star <laughs> or a green star. I'll take a green one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I want to kind of get an update, but I really want to start with this whole idea of you guys having, you ladies, because this is you and your sisters started this company, which I love. But how? Let's start there. How did that come about? How did you two come up with this idea? Well, you know, I would say that we're not your typical entrepreneurs. It's funny, my dad, our dad was a serial entrepreneur and I you know, just was never going to do anything with business. I wanted to save the planet. And when I was growing up, business was not a way that you did that. So I actually went into the nonprofit world and spent 20 years working in various nonprofits. And the last 10 of that was in the Bahamas, where my husband's from. And I was doing environmental education. And really, at that point, my only qualifications to do environmental education work was that I lived in Boulder, Colorado, and I'd heard the term zero waste before, and I knew what recycling was. But I was not in any way an environmental expert. But I got to spend time with a lot of amazing scientists and people who were. You know, so we'd host them on the island and, and take them out to various places. And I kept running into plastic. You know, I'd see it on the beach, I'd see it in the water. And then I heard that there may be more plastic than fish in the ocean by 2050, which is crazy. But all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's just piling up. And when you live in a small island country that doesn't have the same infrastructure we have here in the U.S., you mm. see it so much more. Everywhere, you, yeah. You see it everywhere. You see it in the landfills. And so I just personally was like, it just started to drive me crazy. Every time I threw something away, I was like, well, that's going to be sitting there for hundreds of years. That's probably going to end up in the ocean. You know, just 
just didn't want to keep contributing to it. So I started, you know, carrying reusable bags and reusable water bottles and was trying to just buy less. And the plastic bottles in my shower were driving me crazy. I wanted to get rid of them. And this will totally betray my age. But I was like, why can't it be how Netflix used to be? You know, you used to be like, <laughs> Right. Get a DVD in the mail and you'd watch it and you'd send it back. I was like, why do I have to have all these bottles? Why can't I send them back? And around that time, my husband and I decided to move back to the U.S. And so I called my sister and I was like, look, I want to try and figure this out. You know, I want to have less bottles. Maybe other people do. You want to help me start this company? And that was May 2015. And we launched in February of 2017. It took us about a year wow. and a half to figure it out. You know, neither one of us had ever done, she and her husband had a small business, so she knew a little bit about shipping. But I mean, we had a lot to learn. And then we created this system and nobody else was doing it at the time. As you mentioned, you know, we send out a bottle and a pump of shampoo, conditioner, body wash, face wash, whatever it is. And then when you're low, we send a refill bottle and we pay for you to send the empty bottle back to us and we wash, refill and reuse them. So like that original Netflix DVD. Yeah. And it's the easiest subscription system of any of them that I use. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, I, you know, you always design things to solve your own problems. And <laughs> right. I am a person who needs it to be simple. Um, so, yes, I, I designed it for myself. You know, I need to have a bottle there waiting when I run out because... Yep. That's, <laughs> that's just how our life works around here. So well, everybody that. does, I think, you know, because we, as much as we want to plan ahead, it, you know, real life gets in the way. Yes. And there are certain things that it's easier to, you know, restock up in bulk. I mean, certainly, you know, it's easy for me to get a thing of, of cashews at the bulk store, but to get a bottle out of my shower and to a refill shop and back in my shower the same yeah. day, that's just not going to happen. Yeah, so, that's yeah, a lot. That's how we got started. And you were kind enough to mention the products are great. That full credit to my sister. I knew that I needed her when we were started. She is a product person and a picky person. And I was like, okay, if we can make her happy, we can probably <laughs> make most anybody happy. So, you know, she forced me to go through eight or nine different manufacturers until we found one that we liked and we learned a lot about ingredients. I had no idea. I mean, I considered myself a relatively educated person. No idea how bad most of the products I've been putting on myself all my life were and what was in them. So yeah. that was a huge learning curve of, oh, okay. Yeah. So we don't want any of that in the product. And yeah, that's how we ended up with, you know, vegan clean beauty ingredients in this sustainable package. Yeah. And that's, you know, so many of us think about what we put in our bodies, you know, what we eat and drink. And then we start thinking about what we put on our bodies, shampoo, Conditioner, soap, moisturizers, you know, how many products does an average woman have in her, <laughs> her bathroom? <laughs> a lot, a lot. That's what they say anyway, yeah. <laughs> I know I got a lot simpler routine after the pandemic, so I'm going to, I'm happy with that. But you know, the and then the other part where I have come in a lot is where we live and all the stuff that's going on in our environment around us in our homes. And they all three work together. And I think the biggest thing that I see people missing and, and I think you guys have not, is that this huge connection between our personal health and the health of our bigger world, our communities, oh. our environment, everybody kind of makes this environment thing all separate. 
And it's not. It's about us. Yeah, no, it's where we live. Right. Um, you know, I mean, it's the air we breathe. It's the land we walk on. It's the water we drink. It's yeah. it's all around us. And certainly it's, you know, future generations are going to be yeah. inheriting what we leave behind. And I certainly don't want to <laughs> explain to my grandkids, great grandkids, why there's, you know, plastic piled up everywhere yeah. and no fish left in the ocean and, you know. That's not that's not something I want to do. And I mean, I've learned also more and more about upstream. And unfortunately, you know, the places where most of this plastic is made is poor communities. And so they're having to breathe that toxic air and, and plastic yes. fossil fuels. So, you know, climate yeah. change tied up in all of it. So there's it's so much bigger than most people think, and it affects so many more parts of the system than people realize. Yeah. It's all I mean, you know, it's all tied together and it does make it complicated, but you know, unlike so many other things, this is a place where we have a choice. Yes. You know, society can function without disposable plastic. We did it right. for a long time and we can choose to do it again and not value disposability above everything else. Well, and yeah, convenience has become such a high priority in modern lifestyles. And I see a lot of people going back to simpler times and simpler ways of doing things, which... Reusing materials is a huge one. Yeah, I think, you know, you mentioned that your beauty routine slimmed down during the pandemic. I think a lot of people also yeah. shocked at how much trash and waste yeah. when they were home all the time. You and know, they could actually see it. And they could see it and it wasn't spread out at the office or other places, mm -hmm. you know, it was all in one place. And I think we, you know, saw a renewed interest in like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to be doing this. I don't want to be contributing this much to the waste and the landfill and all of these things. Yeah. How can I do this a little bit differently? And, and there are a lot of great solutions out there. I mean, we're just one of them. And right. It's exciting to see people, you know, looking actively looking for that and embracing it a little bit more. Yeah. I'm always trying new stuff since I have it on my shop, <laughs> which is one reason I have stuff stacked up because I'm trying all this different stuff. Yeah, you know, for the most part, I don't want to recommend something unless either I've used it or somebody that I really trust has used it. No, of course. I mean, that's what it's all about, yeah. honestly. I mean, I think they've proven that hearing from somebody you trust is the most important recommendation for trying something new. So. Word of mouth. It's huge. And I hope that word of mouth is catching on more for people being more thoughtful and more mindful about their decisions. And I feel like there's a shift. And I think a lot more of it I think a lot of it happened with us being home so much more over the last few years. So, and I think, you know, unfortunately, we've all seen a little bit more of how the marketing machine can spin up and it's confusing and you're just not sure and lots of words are thrown around. So it is so much easier to just go to somebody you trust and be like, hey, <laughs> what do I need to do here? What should <laughs> I be buying? What's going to be good for me? Because there are a lot of misleading claims and misinformation out there, and it's hard to sort through it all. Yeah. We've been working to get less plastic in our life, and it is so stinking hard. I mean, just going to the grocery store, so much stuff just because of a hygienic purpose is in plastic. And we try to go to the farmer's market as much as we can, and we order food through a service that comes with not a lot of packaging. But you know, until we figure out a better way... I am getting several products now in compostable packaging that some of it's even backyard compostable, which that's kind of new because it's always been industrial compostable. Yeah. There is so much plastic in the world. And unfortunately, yes. 
plastic is incredibly cheap. I mean, it's a byproduct of fossil fuels. Yeah. They're pulling them out of the ground anyway. They have this leftover stuff. It's a win for them to make, get any money for it so they can make it incredibly cheap. We're still subsidizing fossil fuels in the U.S., which yeah. helps make it even cheaper. So, you know, it if that's your bottom line of what's cheap, it's going to be plastic. Yeah, money speaks. And I think my son works with recycled plastics in his business, and which is great. We need people to use material at big time oh. because it's going to take a lot of solutions to get us out of this. And yes. You know, just like home building, which I work a lot in, there's going to take a lot of solutions for us to get enough affordable homes and everything else. So I think all of our big, we call them wicked problems, take a lot of solutions. Never going to be one. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I mean, plastic has a lot of amazing qualities. I mean, it is indestructible. It is incredibly durable. It can be made into any shape. You know, I just think it doesn't make sense to use something that lasts hundreds of years for something you're going to use for five minutes and then throw it away. It's just a waste of resources. Well, my husband was in the hospital several years ago for quite an extended period of time and plastic saved his life, but totally different kind of plastics than what we as consumers use on an everyday basis. And I want to make sure that, you know, we have enough plastic to help save lives and help people live better lives not just be convenient. So I think I think there's a growing trend, a growing amount of people that understand that, which is good. I mean, it's progress, but we got yeah. a long way to go. You know, I mean, I think we're also conducting an experiment on with our health and plastic. I mean, I don't think we know yet. Yeah, that, that one strikes close to home right now, Lindsay. <laughs> Um, no, I recently had a cancer diagnosis and it's very early stage and all that, but I've been talking to a lot of people with cancer and plastic is one of the first things a lot of them are eliminating in their lives because there are just too many questions and it's not worth asking the questions. So, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's health in many ways from plastics that we just are starting to learn. Yeah. And yeah, so that's a big one. And I think, I don't know, I watch so many people that despite that they know something is not good for them, it's hard for them to stop. And I think in some ways, the convenience factor plays into that. I think some of us are just addicted to convenience. Uh, Certainly, life is busy, you know, and that is true. But I also think that we have been, millions of dollars have been spent convincing us. Oh, yeah. We should value that and prize that and spend a lot of time keeping us busy doing other things that maybe aren't as useful. (laughs) So um, no, I mean, I I certainly agree. It is very easy to get pulled into that. And it takes a real effort to break away from it. Well, we're not going to recycle our way out of this mess. That's there's just too much of it. No. And unfortunately, I mean, we recycle plastic can only usually be recycled once or twice anyway. So I mean, it's great to recycle it. But the great thing about metal and glass and some others is they can go around. I mean, metal can go around infinitely. The aluminum bottles that we use never need to get thrown away. They can just infinitely recyclable. Infinitely recyclable. Stainless steel, aluminum. Because you know, plastic when it's melted down, obviously I'm not a chemist, but the bonds change. It loses qualities, yeah. It loses qualities and metal is not. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like paper. Every time you recycle paper, it the fibers get shorter and shorter, not just like it, because it's a different process, but so every time you use recycled paper, it changes form just a little bit. And that's true in plastic as well. I've learned a lot more about plastics with my son going into the recycled, you know, making something sure out of recycled plastic. 
It is a complicated situation. I mean, I get yeah. a little nervous talking about it because I like to see, I can only speak in generalities because yeah. it's so complicated. Yeah. And you're like, well, what type of plastic and what color are you talking about? I mean, it gets, yeah. it gets complicated very quickly. Well, and one of the biggest problems that I have learned through him is that we mix plastics or we make boutique plastics that are very difficult to recycle. And we just don't have the facilities in most cities and the municipal recycling systems to handle anything more than the basics. And then we start doing all these crazy exotic things and systems can't handle them. Yeah. I mean, it's the same problem with, you know, compostable, some of the compostable solutions, you know, they're only compostable and a commercial composter, which most cities don't have. And, you know, so we, yeah, not here. That was why I was so excited when I got a backyard compostable product for packaging. I haven't tried it yet because we just emptied out our compost piles. So when we get the new one started, I'm going to give it a shot. But let me know. I'm going to have to like attach a string to it or something so I can fish it back out. How's it doing? Right. I was like, let me go find that thing and see if it really worked. But uh, yeah, it, it is a big experiment. You're right about that. You probably don't have the time, resources, or know-how to research and shop for better options for you and your world. That's why I've done it for you. The Everyday Green Home Shop is my curated collection of better products for a safer, healthier, more comfortable life in your home. Through simple buying choices, you can change your home easily. My book laid out the how to do it. Now, the Everyday Green Home Shop gives you a place to put those ideas into action with your buying choices. I invite you to look through the online shop and choose an item or two to swap for something you usually buy for your home. Once you make a selection, it will take you to one of my trusted affiliate sites or the Amazon site you already use. Super easy. Products on Everyday Green Home range from indoor-outdoor rugs made from recycled plastic to my husband's favorite reusable silicon straw that fits in his pocket. I look for third-party independent green labels or go through a trusted third-party verification process to validate the products I curate for you. Go to everydaygreenhome.com for what you need to create a stylish, safer, and healthier home easily. So talk through the elements of the plain product system. And I really do think of you guys as a system because you know, yeah, it mean, starts with delivering a product in many ways. I mean, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it is really a system. I mean, you know, our whole goal and you and I were talking about this a little bit earlier before we got started is, is to be circular. Right. So, you know, in a linear economy, you know, you pull something out of the ground, you make it, you sell it, people use it, and then you just throw it away and it's done. And so our goal is to make something, send it out into the world, have it be used, and then have that packaging come back, get refilled and used again, and just sort of stay here in the middle. And, you know, we've tried to do that with every aspect. So our boxes, you know, we've hopefully design them for many, many uses. I mean, we use a thicker cardboard and we use paper tape so they can go back and forth as many times as possible. You know, the, the labels, the backings recyclable. So we've tried to really look at every aspect of it and just create, you know, as little waste as possible. And my brother-in-law is actually our warehouse manager, but he took a picture the other day. He was like, we don't even have any trash today. Like we don't. Wow. 
I mean, obviously, sometimes we do. Right. But, you know, when you can be thoughtful about it, and we've been working really hard, you know, it's exciting when you're like, oh, we did, you know, we we did it. Um, That's huge. Yeah. We just aren't generating a lot of waste, which is great. Yeah. It's something to be able to achieve that. And that's worthy of note. I appreciate you sharing that with us. And it's, I think a lot of people think they kind of have to go all or nothing. Oh, I actually don't really like the term zero waste because yeah. I think it's intimidating. And I think I it's agree. something You know, we use the term like progress, not perfection. And that's sort of my mantra in life is, you know, I mean, do the best you can. Sometimes we're going to soccer and my son forgets his water bottle. Okay, we're going to stop and get something. Yeah. Water is more important. I mean, it's all about trade-offs, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'll make sure that's recycled, but next time I'll double check before we get in the car. Uh, <laughs> you, you celebrate the wins when you get them. You celebrate the empty trash can one week, and then, you know, next week there's some stuff in there, and that's got to be okay. I mean, you know, guilt does not do us any favors, feeling bad about it, you know, just that paralyzing feeling of I can't do it good enough, so I'm not going to do anything is not going to get us where we need to be. I just got a great thought. Grace over guilt. I love it. Yes, exactly. I'm such a huge believer. If you know, if all of us can do 80% of what we set out to do, then we are making so much progress. I just saw something, I think it was maybe in the New York Times, and it was talking about, you know, instead of pushing people to go vegan, it was like reducitarian. Like, just eat less. Yeah. Just to eat meat you know, three times a day, every day, skip a day, skip a meal, you know, take wherever you are. And I was like, oh, that's great. I can, you know, that feels achievable. And then you get to feel good when you (laughs) move it in that direction. Right. And I think that, you know, unfortunately, the environmental movement has a real habit of, of kind of cannibalizing its own of some things, you know, not pure enough or not good enough or not far enough. And I, I think we'd all be so much better served to cheerlead when anybody's trying. I mean, there's plenty of people who aren't trying at all. <laughs> right. Plenty of companies, plenty of people, you know, we can work on them. We don't need to be attacking each other for not good enough or not far enough or, or whatever. So, you know, I, I get frustrated when, you know, people kind of nitpick. Yeah, there's a couple of organizations that are pretty good at that. So, yeah, I mean, as you said, it's going to take all sorts of solutions. Is any one of them perfect? No. I right. mean, you know, short of staying home and making your own everything, whatever we do is going to have an impact on the planet. Yeah. So all we can do is try and minimize it a little bit. This is true. This is so true. So your system. Yes. You, so I receive a bot. I receive a three pack of bottles in a box, which I save with my shipping label. And then when my bottles are empty, I screw off the pumps and I put them on my refills, which have come a la my lovely subscription service, or you can do a one-time order. I've done, I think I'm on one time right now because I take so long to use everything up. Um, well, you know, it's interesting because I actually just saw an email today and somebody's like, I'm so sorry, I'm just not done yet. And I was like, no, that's great. Fine. Yeah. I mean, again, we are probably not your classic business people, but we encourage people to have the products less. They're aloe-based, so they're super thick and dense. And we put like the tiniest pump we could find on them because it drives me personally crazy when I get way too much product that I don't yeah. need. We're like, no, no, just use a little bit, add water. Once you put it in, it'll lather up. And we love it when people, you know, extend those subscriptions because we know that they're using the product properly and it is pricier but you know because it is a good product 
you don't need as much. It lasts a really right. long time. Yeah. And that's the goal is not having to ship those bottles around as much and, and have right. to, you know, enjoy it. So when I ship my empty bottles back, what happens then? My aluminum bottles, by the way. The aluminum bottles come back. We have some people who open up all those packages, you know, drain it out if there's any, and then they go into an industrial dishwasher. I mean, much like you would see in a kitchen. So we have a bottle rack and they go upside down in the bottle rack and run through the dishwasher and get cleaned and sterilized, get dry, and then they go back into another box and we hold on to them until we send them down to get refilled. So that's um, cool. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's not rocket science. It's just a little bit of extra work. So how many, do you get enough bottles back that you don't have to have new supply coming in frequently or? We do happily because we're growing. We do. Right. Well, yeah, bottles, but certainly, you know, with the supply chain issues, we are looking, we're looking really smart right now because we got a whole bunch of bottles that we can refill and we don't have to buy a new one. Right. So that has actually been a huge win us you know right now you can't get an aluminum bottle yeah so it's been great to be able to think well yeah (laughs) we'll just work with what we got until we can get some more Um, is there an average number of times you can reuse a bottle before you need to recycle it well one we're still figuring that out okay and two we're actually doing some experimentation so those who've seen our bottles sometimes the the paint that's the label will chip off or Mm -hmm. From being in the shower. Yeah, or just transport or whatever. So we just happily, um, we put the order in before supply chain got really weird. We're able to print some bottles the same way soda cans are printed. So the in the metal. So our shampoo and conditioner, both the rosemary, mint, vanilla, and the citrus lavender, the spall, you'll see those new bottles. And then we are going to try some super durable labels they can be recycled if they need to once they're done, but we're actually going to wrap those over a bunch of our bottles that have gone around twice so we can reuse more of those that we would have to recycle otherwise with the paint chipping off. So we're always learning and experimenting and <laughs> how we can just keep these bottles going around. I mean, it was, I was like, I don't want to have to recycle them just because of the paint. The paint yeah. So look for this October, some more colorful. Um, oh, wow. I'm excited. I know I, I usually have products in my office, but after moving back in our house, not too long ago, everything's in different places. <laughs> I'm not sure where my other bottles are right now. I've got some lotion. I've got a, and this is our newest product, which will be launching in about a week. Deep. Oh, nice. So um, not my hair, but other people tell us that they would like something a little bit more nourishing every now and then for a treatment. So that's what that's going to be. And I did actually use it and I did not have to use conditioner for a week. My hair is so Wow. I have to be careful. I have really fine, fine hair. So I literally am like washing the conditioner out as I'm putting it in. And that's always enough for me. So I did. I, we were in a lake and we were doing some other things and my hair was a little bit. So I did put some deep conditioner on and I was like, wow, I still just putting a brush right through it a few days later. There you go really did the job. So we're excited about that. And we have a styling gel that should be coming out a few weeks later. Um, and all still vegan? All still vegan. Nice. And you've also got a face moisturizer and a 
cleanser if I because I haven't used the face product yet. Face wash, a face moisturizer, and a face toner. So that three set. And then we have what we call a beauty oil, but basically it's kind of a little bit of everything. I mean, it's you know kind of anti-aging, anti-wrinkle, also for super dry, can be mixed in with some other products. You know, our goal, again, maybe not the best business people in the world, is to just make fewer workhorse products that do lots of things. Yeah. So, you know, people say, oh, do you have a shampoo for, you know, finer hair or thicker hair? And I'm like, well, if your hair is like mine, put the shampoo in, leave it for a few minutes while you do everything else. And that'll get it more clean and that'll be great, you know. And the conditioner for me, I'm like, as I said, rinsing it. Yeah, I'm the other way around. I leave the conditioner in while I'm doing everything else. Exactly. My sister's the same way. And I was like, we don't, you know, I don't want to sell you five different products for everybody in your house. Yeah. Just train them to use them a little bit differently based on their hair. Or people say, oh, do you have a baby line? I'm like, well, I feel this don't need it. putting a duck on this and then selling you another bottle, you know, yeah, they're baby safe. They're kid safe. They're, you know, there's no chemicals in them. So they're good for everyone. And again, you know, we could probably be making more money if I did stick a duck on it. <laughs> but I just, I feel like that sends the wrong message because I totally get you. Right. So yeah, if you've got it right, why keep doing it? Right. Well, I mean, you know, I, guess I mean, keep doing it over and over just a little different. <laughs> I guess it depends on your school of thought, but yes, that is certainly my school of thought is, is less is more. And, you know, we really want the company to reflect all of those values and it just doesn't feel like, selling people more products than they need. Yeah. Well, I applaud you. I think y'all have done a very good job of sustainable products and packaging and delivery. And that's saying a lot. Thank you. Again, you know, it's always interesting to me when somebody gets it and when somebody doesn't. I mean, like, because you're like, oh, that's so smart. But then sometimes I'll explain to people and they're like, (laughs) why would you want to do that? Like, what's wrong with my $4 swab full of chemical you know chemicals in a plastic bottle i'm like mm, okay i guess <laughs> like we just, yeah you're not ready for this conversation yet we'll have it at a later date well and interestingly enough a lot of people have this conversation after a big health deal and, and it's sad that that has to be i know what triggers it. yeah one of the books that was recommended to me to read is cancer is a wake-up call and it's like yep that's spot on i mean you can do everything right in your life and still get cancer don't get me wrong yeah but hey, if you can do some things better and lessen your chances, why wouldn't you? Oh, and not just cancer, every major disease pretty much, right? Yes. I mean, it's kind of crazy. And uh, you're right, though. A lot of us, it takes that, you know, hitting us over the head with a hammer before we really figure it out. So people Uh, don't wait that long. Do it now. No, no. And there's a lot of things that purposely distract us from all of that. Thinking about it. (sighs) Yes, there is. There is so much. So you said you had some new products coming out. The deep conditioner is one. Yes. And then and the styling gel is the other. St- okay. So we're, we're embracing, embracing more hair products. I mean, we just, we just do our best to respond to what people, okay. again, you know, not wanting to create extra stuff that people don't want. So um, we had gotten a lot of requests. So we did that. And then we're going to add some new hand wash scents, which was okay. something else that we've been asking people have been asking for just I think people like a little bit more variety um not everybody is like me that will just sign up for a subscription and just leave it forever so again my sister was like we need to do we need to mix it up a bit so we'll be adding a cherry almond which is a favorite of mine and a sweet orange patchouli that'll come out later this year and those will be 
around for people to try out and yeah. And then in a new fun color. So, so you need like a little trial pack so we can try all the different. <sighs> Make it work for me. All right. <laughs> you yeah. got the handy little travel bottles. <laughs> we do. We do. And we do. Yeah. I mean, that's been the great thing about those travel bottles is they're great for traveling. I mean, they're TSA compliant and all that, but it is a great way. And, and people are like, Oh, well, how can I'm like, just buy a travel bottle. Give it a try. You'll get a few washes. You'll see if you like this thing. Yes. It works for you. Um, again, you don't need much. They last, you know, easily a week or two, as long as too many people aren't. I should just order a few of those, and that way I can put them in, like, little gift baskets and stuff. Or I could just send you a few more. <laughs> We're always trying to do, like, auction baskets and stuff and put some new products in there so people oh, yeah. get exposed to them. Yeah. So. We can do that. And our hand sanitizer, people love, I mean... I think we're all a little bit sick of it, but uh, we have a peppermint hand sanitizer. Mm. I had a company here local in Oklahoma that was making more household cleaning products and was, I mean, kicking it out of the park. Some great, great products and this great hand sanitizer, but she ended up going out of business. <laughs> like, oh, now we got to find another. So. Right. Well, I'll, it's sad, but I will send you some. <laughs> I'll have some new stuff to try. <laughs> Hey, it all goes around and comes around. Yeah, it's tough to be a small business, you know. I know. Not easy, which is why we appreciate people like you helping us spread the word. Well, and thank you because I have really launched an effort this year in 2022 to really highlight more of the relationships with trusted brands and trusted partners that Green Home Coach has built. And so I'm very honored that you guys have been in the fold for a while. And I hope that this will help elevate the people that are doing things in my mind, right? But in doing things in a way that's upholding their values and the people that want those values can come to you. And that's, I think, what's really important is that connection. Yeah. And, you know, as we were saying before, it's it's hard to find good products and not be taken in and it's crowded marketplace yeah. right now. So we really appreciate you. Um, well, and I tell everybody, if you don't pick exactly the right one at first, that's okay, but you're doing something better. Yeah. There yeah, is well, a fit out there for you. Yeah. So yeah. just give it some time, just like searching for anything else new. You just got to give it a little time. And um, I do think environmentally friendly products have come a long way. I mean, they I, have come a long ways. You know, it used to be like, well, I mean, I guess it's good for the planet, but... I'll sacrifice. I'll sacrifice. And, yes. you know, I mean, I really, I think those days are really done. I mean, there's some good stuff out there now. I, I have converted pretty much in my household. It was funny, my, when I was recovering from surgery, my mom said, hey, my, the lady that cleans my house has a little bit of extra time. Do you want me to send her over? That would be amazing just to clean my bathrooms, right? So she gets over here. She goes, well, I need Clorox and I need Windex and I need, I can't remember what the other one is. And I said, well, I don't have any of those. <laughs> I clean with these products and I got all my stuff out and she's like, Oh, but she seemed happy with them. And she's, you know, that's what she does for a living. So yeah, you won't have a headache or feel like right. (laughs) Well, I, I had an experience with a painter like that when I first asked him to paint with low VOC products, this was years ago when low VOC was just starting out. He said, we were the first job he'd ever done that he didn't have a headache. But he ended up retiring from painting because he couldn't get enough people to do it. It's like, that's sad. But yes, so many of our service providers do not realize how much this is affecting them. 
all the different products that they're exposed to and using. Yeah. Yeah. It's wrong that we're asking other people to breathe this stuff on our behalf. I know it is, but we are doing what we can. Um, No, and that's all we can do. And yeah, just putting it out there. So So anyone listening, you can come to the Green Home Coach website and go to the trusted page. I call it the trusted page, the trusted partners and brands page. And there's a link to plain products that'll take you to all of the great stuff that y'all are doing. And we hope you will take a moment to try some of this great stuff. And, you know, the biggest thing I think I also want people to remember is supporting businesses that support your values helps to keep all this going forward. And you guys are not only woman owned, you're a B Corp you're doing the things that indicate that, you know, you're putting your values out there. And certainly, you know, not only that, but I think it also pushes other brands to follow suit. I mean, to do better. There are other people that are only going to follow the money. And so when consumers demand better, it forces them to do better. So yep. it's, not, you know, it's not just supporting us. It's also sending a message about what we want, what they're going yep. for, which is important. We're making progress. One step at a time. We still got more to go, but we are making progress. And that's, I think, very important for us all to remember. Yeah. Come so, along. Like you said, done's better than perfect. <laughs> or wait, you said it slightly differently. Progress, progress over perfection. But yes. Done's better than perfect. Yeah. Done's better than perfect may also be my personal <laughs> motto, but don't tell my sister. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lindsay. I'm so glad that we're relaunching everything and getting to be out there in the world together. And, you know, if there's anything Green Home Coach can do to help with that, we are here. You're doing it. So thank you so much. And it's delighted to have you back in the game. Well, thank you. I am delighted to be here. And all of y'all listening, we will put the links in the show notes so that you can catch all of this and learn more about what we've been talking about today. Everybody have a great green day. That wraps this episode of the Everyday Green Home Podcast. Get the show notes with all the resources mentioned in this episode. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. Want more? Join the Love Your Everyday Green Home private Facebook group for more resources and behind-the-scenes insights. And remember that living a little better and greener is easier than you think.